I've never really felt this way before, but I mean, I'm starting to understand. It's the some of the paranoia later in life paranoia. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm not saying I'm going to like Howie Mandel levels, but I'm saying that you know I'm like, okay, stay away from me. Wait, I don't, I don't even know get if I want that, that reference. Oh, you don't understand that reference? No. You oh, need to tell me. I'll explain what that is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think some people will probably understand what that is, but I'll, I'll explain what that is. Okay. But I do. I'm starting to understand bubble people. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. So we have a lot to talk about for you today. But I'm just noting something, noticing something in the live chat, and I don't want to get distracted by this. You always get distracted. I always get distracted, but... Um, why is Courtney just wrote? Why is Greg wearing a dad shirt? I'm not wearing a dad shirt, am I? I Jesus, mean, it's a nice sweater. I thought. Oh can my I, can god! Can I be 100 honest with yes. you? Yes, my dad has that exact same shirt. Fuck. <laughs> He's a fashionable man. Jesus Christ! Why didn't somebody tell me something? Wow. Okay. First of all, I'm going to tell my dad that you had that reaction to me saying you guys had the same sweater. Yes, that's (laughs) that's the reaction I should have. Are you kidding me? It's a nice, it's a nice, comfortable sweater. Oh my god! It's very, it's not aggressive. It has nice, big, thick stripes that aren't confusing. Oh (laughs) no! Good neutral colors. I am throwing this away right now. (laughs) Are you kidding me? The sweater I'm wearing—it's just like it's a three stripe. It's like I got a green stripe and a white stripe and a black stripe. I mean. Are you call, you're telling me that I'm looking like your father? I did not say you look like my father. I said my dad has a sweater similar to that. <sighs> well, this is just going to mess. Sorry, this was not on the agenda today, but this okay, is what happens. Okay, first of all, you need to get your ego in check a little bit. Like, this can throw Greg through a loop if somebody, like, says one thing about his wardrobe, which it looks fine. Why would that be an insult? It's a nice sweater. Um, No, that's not – that's fine. It's a nice sweater, but <laughs> – it's look. I think it's fair. If I was, if we were on here and somebody said, "Hey, nice mom jeans," yeah. So I guess mom. Boy, did- my mom has those same jeans. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Those are great jeans. Like, wouldn't that be something where you're like? There have been times where someone has pointed something out, and I'm like, "Do they know that they're kind of being mean to me?" <laughs> <sighs> okay. Regardless, well, anyway. it's a nice sweater that fits you well. It's we're a not nice gonna let dad this sweater. It is a nice, comfortable, <laughs> non-aggressive sweater. All right. Well, I will never wear it again after today. But anyway. Oh. Stop it. All right. So continuing on here, though, let's <laughs> we'll get back on track. Um, I want to talk about this weekend, but I, I want to talk about some of the paranoia things I have. Now we've got so many things to discuss. Everything's topsy-turvy. Everything's topsy-turvy. My world is thrown thrown a, a, a off-balance. A curveball. There we go. Off-filter. Uh, let's go back to talking about what's, <laughs> what's going on this weekend. Okay. We'll, we'll jump up to that. So uh, over this last weekend, and we've been discussing it here for months, we actually went and saw... The 35th anniversary tour, if you will, of Pee-wee's Big Adventure, the movie, complete with Paul Rubens himself at the Newmark Theater here in Portland. It was pretty amazing. It was amazing. And I want to say hello to everybody that we ran into that was also going to be yes, there. Yes, Shannon. Um, oh, my gosh. We met, met Brian, and saw so many people. We saw Bri- Brian. Our friend uh, Brian just randomly happened to be in front of us with his wife. Right. Yeah, which this, was like, awesome. In theater, which was really cool. Yeah, so so we went down there, and the Newmark Theater, too, is a it's a very nice theater. It's where they have plays. Like, it's, it's usually what it is. It's very theater. It's usually, like, theater performances, but yeah. they actually had the movie there. That's where they were airing the movie. And, you know, and I realized we were the first ones to get to see this, So because this was the first stop on the tour. Yeah. So a lot of people have been asking me, what was it like? So to explain from our experience, 
uh, you know, got there again, a very fancy place to be having this. Super it was fancy. kind of funny. Just there were some people in peewee costumes, but there weren't a ton of people. There dressed weren't up. Too, there weren't as many as I thought. I thought there, it would be like rife. Yeah, with I thought there'd costumes. be more. I think I saw maybe two. Yeah, not too most, many. Yeah. There was a guy. I mean, in lots line. of like t-shirts with peewee references. Like I borrowed one of Greg's shirts uh, that yep. had peewee on it, and then so we both had our peewee shirts on. Yeah, we were wearing peewee shirts, and yeah. then yeah, I did see quite a bit of that. There were people, yeah, with peewee. Mm, shirts, like large but, Marge sent me like shirts. You saw yeah. like a lot of those. I kind of want to get one of those. Yeah. <laughs> um. So so you get there, you go in, and the the one thing that was really different from something that I. I've been to like one event like this before was you can't use your phones. And really, they are really very adamant about that. So you get there and there's actually people before you walk in where they've got these special pouches where you drop your phone into it and then they lock it. It's like a canvas, um, basically like a like an old like pencil pouch. Or yeah, whatever. but, the, but, but it's that's locked. phone sized. But it's phone sized and it's locked and then they lock it and hand it back to you. Yes. And so you you can't open this thing without destroying it. And, you know, it doesn't allow any light out because it's it's thick. So even if your phone, you know, was, was on, yeah. you wouldn't be able to see. I mean, see. they tell you to silence your phone clearly. So, I mean, it's right. silenced and it's in this pouch. Yeah, and then you put it in your pouch. So nobody in the theater had their phones, which was actually kind of a weird experience just in that. So you get in there and, you know, it takes a little while before the movie starts, before things got going. And I'm used to looking around. Like, if you go to a concert or anything, people, or even just a movie, people are always on their phones. And even I have the the instinct where I'm like, oh, I should take a picture of this. And put- oh, no, wait, never mind. I should tag myself nope. in. Nope, can't do that. So it was kind of weird. It was Greg was struggling. It's I, I reached into my pocket a few times. Yeah. And then pulled out this canvas bag. I'm like, oh, nope, can't use that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so, so that was kind of an interesting experience. It was. It was. And I think I love the theater itself, but I do have to say my old fears did come back when I have talked about before how I have like – the nervous being trapped inside of a bunch of seats, uh, having to pee thing. Yeah, that was kind of the one bummer I think I had because we were we had amazing seats. So our seats for this sh- that show were awesome. Like basically, it started it kicked off at seven thirty, and it was a whole bunch of like red carpet stuff from the initial. Right. So what they showed was yeah some of the video footage yeah. from the original actual premiere in Hollywood, which was which Hilarious. was really cool. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, just going through that, and it's like all 80s stars. I mean, like David Lee Roth, Mr. T, Eddie Murphy, and the Fat Boys rapping in it. Like the Fat Boys were a big <laughs> thing at the time. They show up in a limo and start start rapping. I mean, it was it was pretty pretty cool. It was pretty great. But then I realized, you, you know, as it's going on, like, and it's awesome. So you do that, get to watch the movie. Everyone's, you know, laughing and, you know, like t- talking along at some points with the different lines. Uh-huh. It was super cool. It was really fun. Yeah, and then, then afterward it kind of ended and... Um, they played some more footage from the actual, you know, premiere from the red itself. Car- yeah, yeah. So from this the is what carpet. I was talking about with my fear thing, kind of thing. Yeah. So, so at that point, you know, I've been in the theater for a couple hours at least, like two and probably two two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, and and again, let me just say that our seats were like there are twenty people on either side of us, and it's a beautiful theater, but it's like a play theater. So all the seats, you know, are kind of close together and they're you know stacked up. So. You, everyone has like a decent view of it. Yeah, there's not a lot of room to like get up and, and go, and people weren't really getting. No, it's up like a commitment anymore. if you wanted to get up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it would force the. It, it's not like there's no room you can't move between your knees. the seat. Yeah, like you have feet. to stand up in order to get by people. Yeah, so so that's part of it. And Sarah has that fear that was going on. And then what happened is, you know, after they got done with that, then he came out. Uh, Paul Rubens came out on stage, and he just kind of had a chairs and a table set up for him, and he just kind of sat there, and then just started talking you know and there's some some bits in there and i'm not going to say you know what all they were but uh 
but really he's just talking about the behind the scenes of the movie, talking about making the movie, different things he remembers from working with like Tim friendships. Burton. Friendships, yeah, exactly. How it got made, how it changed, like him and Phil Hartman, like interesting stories from his life. And and that was pretty fascinating. He did at one point, did you hear him call out that somebody had their phone out? Yes, I did. It was very He awkward. was mad. He like, was so if you were going to see Paul Rubens hosting Pee-wee's Big Adventure in the near future, don't mess around with the phone thing. It is he no was joke. Not happy. He was like, "Well, guess who's getting removed from here right now?" And then they were talking about whoever those. And it was, was, and it was also someone like that was probably like fifteen seats away from us, like right in our section. Wait, too. it was no. I thought it was down below. No, no, they were over in the corner next to the door. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. I looked in the wrong spot. I wanted to see the drama. Oh no, there was the, the drama was happening like right next to Damn us. Damn it, I missed it. Well, like I, uh, like so many other things that were happening right next to us. Yeah, there was a lot. So Sarah. <laughs> Uh, you know, I sat next. I sat next to this guy, and it was cool. We talked beforehand just about Pee Wee, and we're both like, you know, we had no idea so many other people loved him, and all that. Sarah got to a different so experience. In my luckiest of lucky times, as this has probably happened, this has happened so many times to me before, and I know that it's like there's that saying that if you wake up in the morning and you know the first person you talk to is an asshole, and then everyone else is fine the rest of the day. Then you know they're probably just an asshole. But if everyone's an asshole the entire day, then you're the asshole. Oh yeah. So I kind of feel. Oh, like, I did, yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel like that, even though I didn't do anything, because this happens to me frequently when I go see shows that I just I just so happen to be seated next to a terrible person. <laughs> I mean, you remember when we went to Muse? Oh yeah, and that's the, right. That, Insane lady kept screaming that we were on drugs, and we're like, "What are you talking yes, about?" Yes, yeah, she just, was there's crazy. Just been, I've had different kinds of luck um, when it comes to seated, to seated venues and events. This is true. So, um, so we get into our seats, you know, and we're wedged in there, and already I'm just like, "Oh my god, we're in the middle of the theater," and all my anxiety. I'm like, "Well, this is just it. You're just never peeing again. You just live here. This is what's happening." <laughs> so. Um, Sitting there, and so Greg's on my left, and then there are these. Uh, there's this woman on my right, and you could tell that she had had a couple few beverages, yeah, um, before getting to the theater, and also had like one or two. I think she had, she had another one in her hand. So she was talking. She was there with her daughter, and her daughter was like a, super nice and normal. And she's like, "Hi, hey, you know, I brought my mom. She's a big fan." Blah blah blah. So everything's fine. So then, mom next to me, not my mom. Other again, other the other girl's mom. Sitting there, and as the movie is going on, she's you know drinking her beer or whatever it is. I think she might have had some, some also like purse liquor. I'm not sure. No judgment. Could be unless you start to bother other people. Yeah. So as the movie's going, you know nobody's moving, so we're all just sitting there. And then you know then the credits end, and then it comes out, and you know Paul Rubens comes out, and I as he starts talking, I'm noticing that she's starting to kind of mutter. Yeah. Under her breath, and you could hear it too. I, Everyone yo, around you could hear us. It. Yeah. So we're I'm sitting next to this. So no, it was. She was. She was loud. I mean, you're it was jam- loud muttering. It was yes. loud muttering. And she's like, "Oh, well, yeah, I remember that." Like it's one of the people that starts to talk back to when. Yeah, and and that's the thing. Like he's giving these memories and talking about you know his life and and all that stuff, and that's what everybody's yeah. there for. You want to hear what Paul Rubens has. You to want say. to hear what Paul Rubens has. <laughs> you to You don't say. want to hear Not what, what the lady woman. agrees oh, or remembers God. from his life. And and then talking back and explaining things that he's saying, and it's just like, so, lady, so stop, at one like point, stop. So she's starting to like stop mutter- explaining Paul Rubens right in front of us to us. Oh my god! <laughs> well, and then at one point she um, 
he was talking about like a relative that had passed away and then she's kind of looking around she's like my daughter used to cut her hair used to cut her hair about uh, this relative that um, that Paul was talking about and then he's just I don't like, want to identify these people too much either but I mean yeah exactly well then yeah. he yelled and then all of a sudden she yells here I'm going to say like a fake name like Stephanie and then so if you were at the theater and you heard a drunk woman screaming the name a female name and he goes oh yeah that that was her name that was the woman that was sitting right next to me. Yeah. That was her. And then people turned around and they're looking at me. I'm like, oh, don't you fucking dare. Like, no, <laughs> not it. I'm like pointing. I'm like, no. Then after she finished yelling, and the little thing, she slides down in her seat, spread eagle, crosses her arms, and passes yeah. out, and then begins snoring. So much so her daughter has to poke her. I mean, she's like, ah, ah, okay. And I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. And it happened. And everyone around us could see. And then I'm, I'm like trying to scoot away. Like, I'm not with them. Yeah. I'm no, it looked her. like you were with them. I know. And everyone kept looking. I'm like, I wasn't even like trying to hide at that point. I'm like, no, not me. No, no. <laughs> it was, I mean. The snoring actually, was, was quite a thing. The snoring was a thing. I mean, she was just splayed out. And then like, you know, she is the one that. So if you were at that show and you heard the rude woman interrupt him. That was the woman that was sitting directly to my right. Yeah, yeah. So lucky me. That did kind of shade your your experience. It um, did a bit because what well, was awkward and then yeah, Jacob bringing something up because he was actually there too. And I'm looking in our fun employment radio supporters club chat where Courtney told me I have a dad sweater. Uh, Jacob just said uh, that what he said too, and this was quote Pee Wee Herman. Paul Rubens did say this. Uh, said I was going to do a Q and A, but then I realized I don't care about your questions, so okay. these are just A's. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so these are just A's. And then Jacob also just wrote, "Oh fuck, you were next to her. She sucked." Yeah. Yep. That's that's who Sarah was sitting directly <laughs> next to. Perfect. Yeah. So that was one of those so situations. Then, yeah. So that was fine. And then it was really fascinating hearing, um, you know, Paul talk about stuff. But then about four hours in, with no intermission, I'm finally like. I kind of have to use the bathroom, and we've been sitting here for a really long time. And yeah. then, I, and I felt it out with Greg because I did. These were Greg's tickets. I got them for him as a present, and I'm like, "Hey, I'll hang out with you for as long as you want." But yeah. just, I'm next to the. Yeah, you were next to next to her too, next so that kind of added to it. But yeah. overall, though, it was just it was an awesome experience, and oh, um, it was magical. Yeah, so I highly recommend if you were a fan to try to get tickets. I know a lot of people tried to and couldn't, and there were a lot of people outside trying to get tickets to it. I just didn't realize. I mean, like I said before, I didn't know how many people were such huge fans of that movie. You had to share your peewee, and uh, and yeah, and there was a whole audience full of people all laughing at the same things. It's like, oh my gosh, there's like a whole community out there of, of fans of Pee-wee's Big Adventure <laughs> that I didn't even know existed. Um, and Pee-wee fans were so nice. When we were waiting yeah. in line, everyone was just just chatting it oh, up, yeah. just if, like super like happy. And If you're a super fan of Pee-wee Herman, your chances <laughs> are you're not a real asshole at something like <laughs> yeah, that. Like, totally. <laughs> like that just wouldn't work. Like I'm an angry like, Pee-wee fuck fan. Fuck you, man. Pee-wee's Big Adventure is my shit. Like, <laughs> like, I just don't think that would work out very well. If that was what it was going to be, yeah, it was very cool. Yeah, it was it was awesome, and uh, and yeah, thank you again for the tickets. That oh was yeah, really no cool. problem. My pleasure. Yeah, yeah, I had a great time. But it was just funny that lady just happened to be right there too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that added on top of it uh, was something else. So all right, so um, we went to another event too over the weekend, but I did want to talk about really quick what I was what I brought up at the very beginning of the show before I, think I got we sidetracked. Do that. And we could- 
Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe we'll talk about the other one tomorrow too. Yeah. We have lots of stuff. We have so, lo- I mean, we, we have so wanna, many things. We don't want to rush through it. So many things to talk we about. Want to share it? All right. Well, this is not. This is one that's just about my paranoia. We talked about yours. Here's what's going on with me. <gasps> oh yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. Do you, are you making fun of my paranoia? I feel like that's a legit like. You know what makes it even more paranoia? More, what is that more a paranoia? paranoia? That it sounds like a yeah, you're paranoid. Well, yes, you're I'm sorry. Asking yes. me if I'm making fun of your paranoia. And I didn't want to bother anybody, and then so it was making no, me more stressed out fine. because I didn't want to like make everybody else get up, and then it was like making me even more stressed, and then I'm like, it's just like a whole like crazy cycle in my head. Yeah. No, I understand. I think we've all been there before. Whatever. I'm not making fun. Okay. I mean, I'm acknowledging what it is. All right. Enough but, of my crazy. Let's talk about your crazy. Yeah, okay. okay. Uh, so I am I am really paranoid about getting sick right now. So here's what's going on. At at the office where I go to, there are, you know, there's a lot of people that work there. And some of them happen to be sick, as it happens. And everybody in this city, I feel so like, diplomatic. knows somebody who's getting sick. But then the problem is there's people who are coughing. And then you're in a closed room with them. And then there's because of what we do, I can't really afford to get sick. Like I can't get sick, sick because then I can't do my job. I mean, that was like when we were I can't in, do my job in radio. Like you were always like one sick day away from somebody who's been waiting the wings trying to steal your shit. Yup. Uh-huh. So, so you don't get sick. Yep. That's just a rule. And that's why when you hear is, on people like broadcast or something, they sound like shit. Sometimes it's because like they're not taking a day off. They don't want to. Uh-uh. I can nope. remember there were just giant cans of Lysol everywhere. Do you remember? Yes. And everyone would Lysol everything. It was just all Lysol all the time. Very unhealthy. <laughs> yeah. And so, but I've usually been pretty okay with that. Like I'm, I'm like I'm, and I'm knock on wood. I really don't want to jinx myself here, but I'm, I'm trying my best. And the, uh, <laughs> the thing is, you know, then I now I'm starting to get nervous being around people to where I'm like. Okay, you got a real bad cough. There's no way I could do a 90 minute live show or fun employment radio if I'm coughing like that. Yeah, like that's I, I don't just want is not that. going to work. I don't want that. I don't want that either. So I've been starting to use more hand sanitizer, and then I've I've just noticing things about me. I've been starting to use more hand sanitizer. I mean, it, we do have a couple suggestions in the chat. Um, yeah, Courtney says use hand sanitizer. Uh, Jacob says, Greg, you're not going to get sick as long as you don't go outside with wet hair and keep your nice dad sweater on. God damn it, son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> Keep you nice and toasty. I'm throwing this way. I'm just going to wear, I don't know what I'm going to do. Ed Hardy t-shirts? Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what was going through my mind, and then I didn't want to say it. But I know, it's probably so dated, but I'm like, that's what I think when I think douchebag. I think, yes. I'm going Ed Hardy. A guy trying to be I'm going to be getting a Jeep, so I'll just be wearing tank tops from now on anyway. So that's what's Or Ed Hardy t-shirts with or the Or Ed Hardy go. t-shirts with the sleeves <laughs> yes. go. Damn it. Uh, I felt good. <laughs> All right. So... Um, so anyway, you know, now I'm getting nervous about this. And I normally keep all that kind of stuff for myself. I just take it with a grain of salt. I'm like, all right, somebody's sick. That's fine. I'm going to be fine. But now I'm using hand sanitizer a lot. And I've bought like a whole thing of emergency and I'm like taking them religiously. I don't even know if it does any good or not. But I've been taking them. Okay. And then I'm... I mean, they have vitamins in them, right? They have vitamins in them. But I'm starting to understand, you know, some of that stuff. And at the beginning of the show, I mentioned going full Howie Mandel. Yeah. So, how you so what is going? Because he's like, I remember him from Bobby's World. Uh, 
Did you ever watch Bobby's World? No, I did not watch Bobby's World. Okay. I don't even know what that is. Because I remember it was a it was a cartoon. Was that Rich Kid TV? I think it might have been Rich Kid TV. Okay, yeah. I, if you don't know, Greg calls Nickelodeon Rich Kid. That's Rich Kid. Nickelodeon TV. the nineties. If rich you kid had to TV. pay for it, that's Rich Kid TV. Oh boy. So, um, so yeah, yeah. So it was a cartoon that he did, and I, I think he was the voice of Bobby too. I can't remember, but yeah, I remember. He was kind of funny and yeah. And then the next time I saw him, he had like he was like completely bald and weird. Yeah. Now he hosts all those different game shows and yeah, it just kind of freaked me out. And like, uh, was it America's Got Talent or something? I don't know. He does one of those shows too. Like, he's very famous now. So his thing though is he is, and this isn't like a secret or anything. He's has real severe OCD. Okay. So he doesn't shake people's hands. Oh, he like doesn't like Paul Mooney. Like Paul Mooney only more. Paul Mooney. He fist bumped. Paul Mooney just fist bumped because he's like, I don't know where your your hands been. I don't know where, where men's hands have been. Like something like that. Remember? Oh, he yeah. basically accused all men of masturbating and then shaking his hand. That's what Paul Mooney was. This is a little bit different. Or it could have just been the bathroom. Uh, I don't. Not the way that. No, I remember yeah. the way that he said it. Yeah. Okay. He was always. Yeah. He always gave me a hug. So I'm like, yeah. it's fine. No, <laughs> I got a fist bump. Well, I got a hug though too at one point. But anyway, yes. we're talking about Howie Mandel. So this is. Um, that's what I meant by going full that to where I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to be around Wait, anybody. I'm so paranoid about it. To keep it like nice and clean? I don't know enough about the story of his Yeah, to say that. You I don't think so. Very... I don't think that's it. I think he just lost his hair. Oh, okay. I think is why that happened. But I, I, couldn't, I couldn't tell you for sure. I'm not a very – I'm not a super well-versed Howie Mandel expert. But I just know that's like one of the famous things about him is his OCD. So anyway, um, now I'm like, am I – all right, so he has a crippling fear of germs. So he does have OCD, yeah. yep. Yeah. Anxiety. All right, so inescapable repetitive thoughts. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. I know how that goes. See, see we each have a little <laughs> bit of Howie Mandela. Yes. So that's what, um, that's what I'm So I'm what are you going to do? So are you just going to sit and, like, complain about it a lot? Are you just going to cover What's... yourself in, like, hand sanitizer? Are you going to wear one of the mask things? I'm not going to go full mask. I thought about it. What if everybody around you is coughing and sneezing and that's, did you do it then? That is, that is that's my what, life. That's, that's your my life, life right now? That's my life right now. Should I start being a mask I used to do person? stuff like that, but I would like put a sweatshirt over my face or something and like just try to cover, like block out some of the air. Because you already have weird air in your building anyway. I do. I've talked about that before. And yeah. who knows where the other air is cycling from, like what other businesses are in oh there. Oh my like, God. Whose air you're breathing. It could be the start of the whole outbreak. Mm-hmm. could be happening right there. I, mean, I didn't what, even think like, about that. Like 60, what, 80, I don't even know how many floors there are. Oh, good Lord. I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah, a, a lot. Oh, oh, wait. Nope. All right. It says, yes, it is. Uh, he, um, so I guess Howie Mandel has told Howard Stern um, he shaves all of his hair because of the germs. Oh, okay. Well, then that, that there it is. Because it's yeah. so shiny and so like. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's some really, inter- I, I would probably like to hear that interview. And, you know, I know he's an interesting Now, Greg, guy. are you going to be shaving your head? No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I can't go that far. So I'm not that far at all. I'm just worried since I'm worried now and I'm worried more than I normally ever have been. Am I on the road to something or is this like validated where I should be concerned? I think it's validated, but I need to know what you're going to do about it. Hand sanitizer and I'm. Are you going to say passive aggressive comments? Things like, oh, man, I wish people who were sick would just stay home. (laughs) So they don't get the rest of us sick. No, I said that I'm quarantining myself into this. Yeah, I did make a deal about quarantining. Oh, please, please tell me what you said. I said, I don't want to be in that in the room with everybody coughing. I feel bad for everybody, but I'm quarantining myself in the in another room. Who did you say this to? Some of my coworkers. Were any of them coughing? 
Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you heard me. So you said I feel bad for them. I'm their sympathy is very much there, but uh, I just I can't deal with. So you do have a place you can quarantine yourself in, kind of. Don't you have like big meetings all the time with everybody? Yes, I do. Okay. Oh God! See, now I'm going to be paranoid about this. Am I being an asshole? I don't think so. I mean, well, let me ask you this. Okay. So you keep saying okay that you can't miss work if you get sick. So I guess my question to you is, if you did get sick, would you still be going to work? I wouldn't tell anybody. What no, I'm just kidding. That's way what too if honest. You couldn't help uh, it? Yeah, no. If I was really that sick. Uh, what if you had what they had? Put yourself in their coffee sneezy shoes. Like, you still feel physically okay. Uh, okay, so it's being noted here. Let me explain myself a little bit. So Keelan's saying, yes, you're being an asshole. Illnesses aren't a choice, dude. You let him no. get underneath your skin so easily. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, well, I want to explain that in case anybody else is thinking that. These are things, these are jobs that can be done off-site. You don't have to be in the office. All right, so it's not doing like it's not it's not required. In, okay. Yeah. No. It's. I mean, sure, it's more ideal, but it is not. You can. You are not required to be there for that. Gotcha. For some of these positions. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm talking too much about it, but that's I just don't where think I'm at. you're talking too. much I feel about like other it people because... have gone through this before, and I want to know what the right line is to do. Well, I would say, yeah, I would. When I've gone through it before in, like, public settings, like, I wash my hands constantly. Yeah. I try not to breathe. Like, Yeah, I'm not blaming the people. I'm saying I don't – I'm sorry. If that you're in sucks, a off, but I don't want it either. Especially you are in a building that you don't open the windows or anything. You're all breathing the same air. Like, it really is – Is my paranoia okay or should I get it in check? I think it's okay. I think being prepared and preventative is exactly is right? what you should be doing. Okay. But, I mean – if these people could be working from home, if it is just, you know, like tech stuff and like computer stuff and everything, and they are like hacking up a lung and, you know, sneezing and com- like and getting all of that stuff into the air, that's that's always grossed me out. It's right. like everything floating around in the air or someone sneezing and yeah. not covering their mouth or nose and yeah. you just know that everything's going everywhere. Yeah. I, I don't know. Hopefully they're taking like preventative measures to like keep it covered. Okay. Yeah. All right. Maybe I brought up too much. Yeah, so, or no, but... no, Courtney says I would. Uh, I ended up. Um, I worked in an office where all my coworkers would come sick to save on their um, PTO. They would end up getting me sick. It's frustrating. Yeah, yeah. It's a tough. I mean, it's a tough call no matter what, I, and I totally understand. Well, that's me. Like you know, when as I... we just said, like before the broadcasting side, you can't. You don't get sick because it's just. It's a bad. It's a bad idea. Oh yeah. I mean, a number Continuity. one, nobody wants to get sick. But, yeah. But. Um, Especially working in radio, we have you that know, paranoia instilled in us. Like somebody else, like if you're not on air, somebody else will be. Oh, you know, so I'm doing, somebody else is doing that job. I'm doing my uh, cater waiter job tomorrow, and it always makes me nervous during like cold and flu season because you don't know where anybody's from or what they have or like what you know, and you have to pick up all of their stuff. Yeah, so that's always kind of unnerving. Yeah, so that's when I'm always like my hands start to get like really chapped and dry because I just start to get. Super OCD right. about it. Just wash them. Right. Wash them all the time. All the time. Yeah. So that's what I'm more concerned is what I'm going to be doing if I'm going to start being that person. Just You don't have to announce that you're quarantining yourself. Just okay. hide. I should, but it's too late. I already did that. I already did that. <laughs> <laughs> Just go hide in there. I already did that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, now that we know. Now we know. I'll get it under control a little bit. I'll get it under control a little bit. I'm still going to do it. I'm just not going to be as vocal about it. 
Okay, well, you do whatever you need. All right. I mean, you're you're allowed to not want to get sick. I really don't want to get sick. I really want to really, do my job. I want to work. <laughs> that's really not selfish to not want to be. Yeah. Because yeah, that I sucks on many work levels. on a team. I do not want to let my team down, and I want to do my job. Wow. Look at you. Is that hard? Is that, does that make me a terrible person? Yes, it makes you a horrible person. Okay. All right. Yeah. Should we do some World of Crazy? I feel Did like I just exposed a lot of World of Crazy. you want to get as far away from that as possible? If we could, please. Yes. yes. I, would, uh, I would like to would actually to contribute to that. run away from that very fast <laughs> and pretend that never happened. It's been quite a, quite a ride. I was of, just make sure that nobody gets you spite sick. Because I remember when I was in eighth grade and there was this girl, I'm just going to say her real name. Her name was Lily Beth. And she was very, very mean to me. And she tried to beat me up one time after school. And I got chicken pox and I had to be out of school for like a week and a half. And then when I came back, she kept still trying to mess with me. And guess what? I gave her chicken pox. Oh, my God. Wow. Lily Beth. What, on purpose? No. But she had never had them. And apparently, like, and she was still, because she was messing with me. Because she was, like, touching me. She tried to, she, like, shoved me. And then I gave that bitch chicken box. And then you what, spit in her face? <laughs> <laughs> no, she was scary. But she stayed away from me after that. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. That's a good way to do it. It was accidental. You know there's a vaccine for that now? Kids don't get that. Really? Yeah. Oh, God, that was They're miserable. Have to go through it. Eighth grade, I had chicken box. Are you yeah. kidding? Oh, it was awful. Quick bit of trivia. Random trivia. Tell me. In The Goonies, Chunk, the actor who played Chunk, actually came down with chicken pox right before they started filming, but he didn't tell anybody because he was afraid they were going to take his job. Oh, and that so sounds like you. <laughs> in the truffle shuffle scene, he has said before, he's like, if you actually look close, you can see some of it on my chest. Oh, my God. So there's a little bit. Yeah, because he was like, no, because they're going to recast it if I don't show up. <laughs> so he went there with chicken pox. Probably they would have, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. He's probably right. Oh God! So did he come? Did he give it to any of his castmates? I don't know. I don't know beyond that. Other oh than gosh. that little little part right there. <laughs> okay. Well, let's just continue on with World of Crazy. This is less Greg centric, but more everybody. Yeah. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Still, and welcome to my World of Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> oh, Courtney says I gave my whole preschool ch- class chicken pox. Oh boy. Don't get like people used to do that where they would like have chicken pox parties for their kids. Uh, at least that's an urban rumor. Uh, we didn't have that. No, we didn't have that either. I, I mean, not that I know of. Then again, I mean, I just kind of got it. I got it a little bit later than everybody else, but still. Eighth still grade, like late. first grade. No, yeah. not that late. No. Yeah, do you know how much no, that no. sucks? I mean, it went through like my class <laughs> and then I was towards the tail end, but I was still like first or second grade. Yeah, he that sucks. Yeah. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah. Oh, I already did that. Whatever. All right. Greg's throwing me off with this crazy. All right. Another day, another ridiculous Guinness World Record that somebody has beaten. Yes, an Idaho man has broken a new Guinness World Record by popping 100 balloons with his feet in just 24 seconds. Wow. David Rush, Idaho man, who has broken more than 100 Guinness records... Uh, said his balloon-stomping record attempt was part of a presentation to a youth group about growth mindset and overcoming failures and setbacks. Well, good premise, I suppose. All right. The idea is good. Uh, Rush said it took him two tries to break the record because on his first attempt, several of the balloons came loose from the tape uh, that held them to the ground in a straight line, and he wasn't able to pop them. Oh, no. Oh, no. One of his balloons came loose during the second attempt, but he was able to chase it down and pop it with his foot before dashing back to the finish line. (laughs) He finished his second attempt, life is weird, with a time of 23.69 seconds, beating the previous record of 29.7 seconds. 
evidence huh. from the attempt is now being submitted to Guinness for their official recognition. Oh, good. Yes, yeah, so somebody's got to review that. I feel uh, like that's something that I could try to break. Balloon popping? Yeah. That seems attainable. I mean, you d- dream your dream. Yeah. Dream your dream. Well, my dream is to have a Guinness World Record. I just don't know what in yet. I mean, you once you get that title, then it's like it's always there. Or you could even even if you if it goes, you'd be like former Guinness World Record. Former, holder. that's true. Or like you know, people who don't win Academy Awards, they still use the Academy Award Form, nominee. Academy Award nominee. Yeah. yeah, I'd be a former Guinness World Record holder. Or or you could be a Guinness World Record nominee because just because you haven't done it yet. <laughs> I don't know if that does that count. I don't know if that has the same prestige as Academy Award nominee. That means you just submitted. Like, I could submit yeah, right now. You're nominated. And be like, oh, yeah, no. And then they're going to be like, no. It's just an honor to be nominated, Well, Craig. I thank you yes. for this nomination that I submitted. Um, Multiple-time Guinness World Record nominee. So as many as you as you can submit, yeah. like a billion, it would be like 10-time ten ten time Guinness, Guinness World, World Record, Record nominee. nominee. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. I like that. Okay. All right. I think we can make that work. All right, I did have another story, and it's not as funny as I remember, so I'm just going to go to the, my last one. Okay. So this is a story about true love. Oh, boy. On that wonderful day called Valentine's Day. Oh. And this is about a man named Gary. Aren't they all? And a ghost named Lisa. Oh, boy. Yes, oh headline boy. reads, a man. So this is from uh, Friday. My apologies, I didn't get to it uh, in a timely manner, but I think the, the meat of the story is still... Pretty interesting. Sure. A man to have threesome with two ghosts for kinky Valentine's Day paranormal sex party. (laughs) 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 What? Is this real? I hope so. There are pictures of him. And it's in the Daily Mail, which is a British tabloid, albeit. But it is reported as if it's real. So I'm going to go with this. I'm going to go with my gut. And not only my gut, my heart. Who are we to question Gary and Lisa's love? Let's let's dive in, shall we? Yes, please. All right, so Gary Denoya, 35 years old, from New Jersey, has exclusively lifted the lid in a candid interview with the Daily Star Online about his relationship with a ghost named Lisa. Yes, uh, so he claims to be in a relationship with a ghost, and he's opened up about the couple's incredible plans for yeah. Valentine's Day. <laughs> Gary Denoya... Who has described his sex life with Who ghost is he Lisa describing this to? As amazing, has told the Daily Star all about his exciting plans for the most romantic day of the year. So, um, so the man from New Jersey spoke previously about spending Christmas with his well, with his partner Lisa. I didn't even see this. I just clicked on the link. Okay, they crossed paths when she recommended eating the risotto at, at a restaurant to him. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. This is from another story that it was connected to that one, and I didn't read this one. Gary detailed that he met Lisa in a restaurant when he was dining alone two years ago. They crossed paths when the spirit recommended risotto to Gary. <laughs> Wait, so he's dining alone. He's like, what's what's that? So now there are all these pictures Excuse of him with me, his arm a, around her and then like, pretending to fake kiss her. A ghost just told me to try the risotto. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, he does say, I'll visit my parents over the holidays. This is the Christmas one. Then we'll go back to the other one. But uh, okay. Lisa will stay home. I'm not ready to introduce her to my parents yet. I'm starting to introduce her to more and more of my friends, which, just have missed, which have had mixed results. Some people are initially confused or think I'm joking. But once I see how happy she makes me, they're totally cool with Who it. Who are his friends? I want to hear interviews with them. 
Let's see. Well, he talks more man, about their sex wants, life. I'm looking at this. Man wants to have Valentine's threesome with Duke. Gary and uh, Lisa. Uh, she's, he says, okay, oh, about Lisa. the Christmas plans, as far as uh, holidays go, Lisa and I are pretty festive. We like to do Christmas carols with our friends. My voice isn't Christmas. as good. My voice isn't as good as Lisa's, but I try my best. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if this guy's trying to be ironic. I mean, he looks super douchey. Yeah. Like, let's not... Yeah, I'm, overshadow I'm not, that. Let's not take that away. Oh my gosh! So he said um, he bought her. He said tickets to go see, um, go to Disneyland. Oh my god, those things are like two hundred dollars. He $200 wasted a ticket for his ghost girlfriend to take her to Disneyland. All right, that was at Christmas. Sorry, we're talking about now. Uh, now we're system, talking, dude. Free entry everywhere. Now we are talking about the Valentine's Day threesome. So let's slow. Let's slow our roll. All right. All right. So, you know, since they spent Christmas together, it was wonderful. Um, they've now been together for over two years. And they said, uh, Gary says, who works in the hotel industry, has now told us what our plans are, what the, his plans were for Valentine's Day. And it sounds very kinky. The pair <laughs> are planning to Netflix and chill. Wow. <clears throat> Before having a threesome. I'm sorry. So did somebody reach out to Gary and like, Gary, what are you and Lisa Gary, up to for Valentine's plans? Day? Well, let me tell you what I'm going said, we both think going on on Valentine's Day is overpriced and overrated. We have a tradition now. This this is not like popcorn and ice cream Sundays, and we watch our favorite movie, which is, guess what it is? Ghost. Ghost! Yep. I know, we're so corny, but we can't help it. Afterwards, we make love on a bed of roses. The roses stay on the bed. Oh, he's picking up... Some tips from Tommy Rousseau from the room. This is just gross. And that's also Lisa. Holy shit. What if he's like trying to reenact like Tommy I and- I think that's a bit of a stretch. Oh. I don't know. All right. Sorry. Okay. I, just, I went there. Okay. Yeah. That's just- uh, The roses stay on the bed when they here, sleep so, when they, so they can wake up to smell literally the roses. This year we're getting kinky, however. We're going to have our first threesome. Lisa's, uh, Lisa has recently befriended a female spirit that she thought would be fun to bring over and spice things up. I've never had one before, not even living with two women. I'm nervous, so needless to say, there'll be a lot of wine involved to loosen me up. Gross. Lisa's only rule for our threesome, our Valentine's Day romantic threesome, is that she doesn't want me kissing her ghost friend, Sadie. (laughs) And he says that he's okay with respecting that boundary. Talking about their plans for the rest of the day, Gary said that he's going to make her breakfast in bed. French toast is her favorite. He also leaves notes hidden throughout her apartment, or his apartment that she lives in, of course, with him. Well, what about Sadie? Is Sadie going to stay over, too? I think it's just a... Um, she's just stopping by? Wham, bam. Yeah. And, and she's then out? It's just a special Valentine's Day treat. Okay. <laughs> uh, so he likes to leave her notes. This guy is super not creepy at all. Romantic things. Inside jokes. Naughty talk. Basically anything that I know will make Lisa smile. There we go. There's someone for everybody, babes. Don't give up. That's your world of crazy. I don't know what we say after that. I I think that's. I think we've done enough. I mean, if you just think about, I'm just happy that I miss the show when we don't do it. Honestly, like I didn't mean to miss a couple days last week. Sucked. Yeah. This is fun. We can talk about ghost threesomes and. You get to have mental breakdowns about your dad sweaters. Like this is great. Yeah, I forgot about that. I'll never forget the day that happened. Fuck! I thought it was a nice sweater. It's a great sweater. And you know what? You're also honestly insulting a bunch of dads out there. No, I'm There's not. some hip dads out there. So oh my saying- god! Please do not try to put me. 
You are making it so much worse. I'm going for the hip dad vibe. Fuck! I'm throwing out every single one of my clothes. I liked this, too. It's great. It was it's a Ross dress for less fine. I bet it is. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, you will only see me in Ed Hardy shirts from now on. Um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Friends, we love you. And yes. then back to regular time tomorrow. Yes. Right? Correct? Yes. What are you going to wear tomorrow? Do you know? I don't know. Um, oh, actually, I'm going to be on coin tomorrow morning. <gasps> oh, tell us about it. All right, I'm backing it up. Uh, no, we don't have to go too far back, but I will be on uh, uh, Coin's CW channel here in Portland tomorrow talking about Samsung Unpacked. And what time can people tune in to see you, Greg? I will be on at around 7.40 a.m. Pacific. 7.40 a.m. Pacific time at K2. What's the name of the morning show? On the beyond K2, the, beyond the... <laughs> it's uh, Morning News... Extra. Extra. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. See, Greg. Tell him how much you love his clothes. Yes. Please. Oh. <laughs> You're great. All right, 7.40 a.m. <sighs> Jacob, I watched it this weekend. He just asked if I'm watching the Mr. Rogers movie after work. I literally watched it this last weekend. All right. Oh. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. your inspiration. <laughs> oh. All right. I appreciate it, everybody. We'll be back uh, tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. .com. Oh, and we also have to bring up the first week. That you did it too. We still never talked about that. We didn't. Oh yes. Yes. So my other name. Yes, we'll, so we'll explain have it a tomorrow. Couple stories tomorrow from. All right. Me. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye.